Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Black Swan Podcast. My name's Cody DeVault, and I'm here with Hank Piper. How are you doing tonight, Hank? Uh, I'm doing just fantastic. How are about you, Cody? I can't complain. You ready to talk some Mass Tiger football here? Oh, uh, I've been ready. Wonderful. So we have St. V's coming up on Friday night, correct? Yep. All right, before we get into St. V's, let's hear your thoughts on last season and how, we're, how the last season will prep us for this upcoming season. Well, first off, there's that I can't think of a time there's been more continuity running from last season to this one since forever. <laughs> Kept we've we have both coordinators, head coach, basically all the coaching staff. Uh, we only lost what four starters? I believe so. Yes, a starting left tackle slash tight end. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're gonna miss him in our glorified six man line tight end right. set. Uh, we got we are gonna miss Goldilocks. Yes, Kutcher was a great receiver. Uh, I think I uh, he just. A complete receiver minus the open field speed. Ran one hell of a route to get open. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he won't burn you on the nine, mm-hmm. but he'll hit you with that double move. He's yep. just great route run, runner, uh, smart player. Yep. That's hard to replace. That, and you got to think we have a quarterback coming back. He's had, what, two years in the system now learning and one year full starting, and he looked like a senior last year he looked absolutely phenomenal tremendous that's like d1 arm talent in my opinion yeah d1 baseball to kent state right yes (laughs) but you know hey well we got him at quarterback might as well use that huh that's right Uh, if he was bigger he would have like people looking at him right now no question uh let's see most of our line i think we what lost what one lineman uh yeah yeah, but, yep, one lineman. One lineman. That was uh, Anthony went to Eastern Kentucky, correct? Yep. And then we lost a corner, too, on defense. Uh, Broyles. Ballard. Ballard's older brother. Sorry, yes. Yeah. So, would, other than that, I mean, we got most of the players in place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's a ton of kids, even if they didn't start last year, had a lot of PT on them. I really, I can't see a glaring hole anywhere on this team. That's that's exciting coming up for this year. Nah, I mean, and then like rolling through the uh, seven on seven and uh, the scrimmages. I think the one thing that stood out to me was, at least on the seven on sevens, was uh, Jameer playing in the slot. Yeah, that was interesting to see. We saw him. I mean, obviously full time bell cow, run the ball, run all over him. Oh yeah, by the way, let's run some more. But it's interesting to see, like, we're spreading them out. We're using his skills all over. We haven't really seen his hands much. Didn't really catch a lot of passes from the backfield last year. But no. I think being out in the slot, it'll spread defenses out a lot more. And I think it'll definitely make them under the run and the pass. And I think that had more to do with our pass protection last year, which, just seeing from the scrimmages this year, was a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year, whenever we needed to go pass heavy, we tried to go four wide sometimes, but... For the most part, we had to stay two back to keep the fullback and running back in there to help pass protect right. because our six- and five-man pass protection wasn't great. And this year already, like you said, through the preseason, looks a heck of a lot better. Yes, that was the one thing that stood out. Or one of the things that stood out through the scrimmages was that we we went four wide a lot. Mm-hmm. And that the biggest thing there is you're saying you trust your line to give the quarterback time to go through his progressions and make the right throw. Right. Okay. Um, another thing that stood out in the in the uh, scrimmages was going our two back sets mm-hmm. with uh, two running backs and one fullback. Uh, I mean, we 
we're loaded at running back this year. We have like four starters or four players that would start on most teams, right? Not including Jameer, our <laughs> uh, what three star linebacker recruit? Four, I believe. Four star. Yeah, I can't sell him short. <laughs> our bell cow. Yeah. Another Chris Spielman there, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Um, I think with Jameer, I mean, we never, we didn't see it. You don't really show a lot of stuff in scrimmages and preseason. But I think with those two back sets, you'll be able to move Jameer between the slot and the backfield. And I, I think we can do a lot with that. We should do a lot with that. If we don't, it will be criminal misuse of the talent <laughs> that we have. So what do you think, more like a 10 to 12, you know, carries out of the backfield type of thing and then flex him out in the slot more? I think he doesn't need to be the the bell cow back that he was last year. I agree. Especially with Zion really coming on. I mean, last year he had the ankle injury, which when he actually got hurt in the game, I thought that yep. he was broken and mm-hmm. just done. But good on him for being able to come back. And then we have young man who got hurt i believe it was week one is it blake uh yeah that sounds right slotted to be a really good back last year lost his whole season to an injury yeah i think acl i believe acl yeah so uh zion and him should be able to it, i mean zion could be a bell cow back <laughs> yes he we haven't seen him be able to be a bell cow back but uh, prove it this year kid right absolutely i think you will but i think it'll be just fine yeah to your point Put Jameer in the back, use him a little bit back there, motion him out, mm-hmm. just line him up in the slot. Yep. Do something. Go make a play, kid. Yep. Um, moving on, what do you think of the scrimmages this year between what it started out with Avon at home? Yes. Went to Berea Mid Park. Yep. And then we finished up with St. Edwards this past weekend. Yeah. What were your thoughts on those three scrimmages? Uh, at Berea? Um,. No, Avon for Avon, yes. Avon, uh, lefty, he seemed a little rusty to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that was a point of concern. I I figured just you know live action, he'll get better from what I from what he put on the field last year. I trust him to still be that same player, if not better. Right, absolutely. Uh, uh, we are physical. We didn't show much of that two back set, but when we did run it, it worked. Uh, and the only other thing that really stuck out to me was Ballard can score at will. <laughs> what is he, 6'3", 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", yeah. He's just a big kid, just big body, but he can see the ball, he can track the ball, and he can catch it like anyone else and run right past you if he wants to. And he is fast. <laughs> He's, there's a reason OSU offered him. Yeah, as a freshman. Yes. Uh, they had a pretty good quarterback, right, Avon? Um, Yes, I believe, yes. Yeah, and our defense, really, I mean, no, like, big play that I particularly remember, but mm-hmm. we were stopped. We, I thought our defense played well against that team. And then, I mean, I think our secondary this year, between Clark coming in again, mm-hmm. he's on the strong side, correct, and then we have Pedro on the free side. Yeah. I think between those two safeties, we have Jameer playing linebacker, not being on like what's do you know anything on that? Well, I haven't really heard too much. Um, with the way our defense works, we'll base out a three down, mm-hmm. and our fourth linebacker when we want to go four down, we'll go down usually on the backside and as a fourth rusher. I think that's what we want to use Jameer as this year mm-hmm. as just a spot, uh, D end, right. outside linebacker, pass rush. Okay, 
which makes sense. I mean, the kid's just so strong and quick. Yeah. And you mentioned Pedro. That was the other thing that stuck out to me in that scrimmage. Mm-hmm. In the first seven-on-seven seven we watched, I was terrified of Lefty going down. <laughs> Pedro, he had me worried. Mm-hmm. In the scrimmage, huge improvement. Really? He okay. still looked, I, I'd say, hair late on some of his reads and throws, mm-hmm. but that's kind of getting nitpicky for a high school quarterback. Right. And I, you never want to see your quarterback go down, especially with the arm we got. Right, especially with who we have at the talent back there. Yes, but if he does get hurt at all, I wouldn't be, I I wouldn't be sitting there in the stands white knuckling it <laughs> with the next guy that comes out. I mean, Pedro, he's definitely shown he knows the offense. Yeah, he's played in the system. He knows his playbook, and he's still able to make the throws. Hell of an athlete. I mean, right. I'm not taking. I don't want to yeah. take anything away from him. But absolutely. Just from that first 7-on-7 seven seven of that scrimmage, he's mm-hmm. stepped up quite a bit. Uh, on to the second scrimmage. What did, we didn't go to that, but we did see a little bit of it. Uh, what do you think? We didn't look bad. Um, we looked, I mean, obviously everyone talked. The only thing we talked about was towards the end there when it yeah. got a little chippy between the two teams. Um, from what I understand, it was a lot of... The third downs that we gave up, I think all three of our touchdowns came on third down situations. And they all came on missed, missed tackles, tackles as well, just right. open field. So, it's, I mean, we've kind of seen an issue with that mm-hmm. as far as I can think back. It's just open field tackles. I think that'll get shored up. I think <laughs> I can definitely imagine that Hack got in those kids' ears when they're making tackles back there at the DBs. Oh, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Hack's getting in your ear. Well, of course, Hack's getting in your ear. And I love that. Absolutely. I mean, that's a coach right there. But it's... We need to do better on third down. Absolutely. I think we shored that up, too. We seemed, especially in the St. Ed scrimmage, I know that we were able to get on and off the field. And getting off the field, I guess, I mean, that's going to be really big for us, mm-hmm. getting that offense on the field. Nothing against our defense. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they can stand with anybody. But we have a high-powered offense, and we have weapons at every position. Get those boys on the field. Get the ball in their hands, and let's see what they can do with it. Now, to your point about not getting off the field on third down and stuff, in that second scrimmage, mm-hmm. we did not show much defensively. I don't think – I think we just stayed in an odd front, which is three down right. the entire time. Just very vanilla, very – Yes. Okay. We weren't really game planning much. So, what's you know, you get in live action in season, that will surely improve. And then what did you think about the end of that Berea scrimmage from everything we've read? It sounded like – from what I understood, they started to get a little upset with us. We started to run power down their throats. They couldn't stop us. They got upset. I mean, we <laughs> we ran God's play until <laughs> the only way they could stop us was starting a fight. That's when you shove power down. If you're shoving power down my throat and I can't stop it, I mean, I'm going to get a little mad too. Right, absolutely. I mean, they knew the play that was coming. They heard us calling it, and they still yeah. couldn't do anything about it. So, I mean, that's and you know what? you love to see it. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's man on man. We are better than you. Stop what we're about to do. Yes. Moving on to the third one. I wasn't there. I know you guys went up. What did you think of the St. Ed scrimmage, and how did we look against them? Well, first off, I don't know how St. Ed's is ranked third Division One. <laughs> they did not impress me whatsoever. I know, like we said earlier, it's a scrimmage. You're not running much besides your vanilla-based stuff, but... Boy, oh boy, are they going to fall. The quarterback, I mean... Now, granted, the kid had a sore arm, so they haven't been throwing much. Can we talk about that? The coach coming out saying, our quarterbacks have a sore arm and haven't thrown much. 
what do you expect the kids to do during the season? I mean, are you not going to throw and practice all week and then go out on Friday and just hope to sling the ball? I mean, I, I just... Obviously, you can't have them throw much or the arm's going to get sore. Yeah, apparently. Just making excuses for your kids. Like, that's... That, I'm, I hope most people saw through that. Like, you are better off coming out and saying, yeah, they were the better team. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, beyond that, I mean, to the our conversation earlier about the defense, we had a huge uh, fourth and two deep red zone stuff mm-hmm. and that really impressed me especially they did, their passing game wasn't great but they still got some chunk plays in the run game and for us to stuff them on fourth and two that was i'm hopeful that our defense is going to be the black swarm defense of old i would hope to hear that too fun fact just looked at the schedule week one this coming friday playing menor at Menor, at Tom Osborne, that's going to be a heck of a test right out the gate because I believe Menor is also top ten in D one. Uh, yeah, they're top. They're right near the very top. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how they do there in live game action, first game of the season. Well, let's hope the quarterback's arms aren't sore. That's right. Haven't thrown all week, I'm sure. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, I think we started off the first eight games with just ran strictly power. Mm-hmm. We might have tagged that wide receiver screen out wide once or twice, but beyond that, it was we came in and we wanted to enforce our will. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's like we talked about. We have the weapons outside. We can throw the ball wherever. Yeah. At the end of the day, our bread and butter is still power. It's still zone. It's still just running over you. Yes. We are the bigger team. We are bigger. We are faster, stronger, better. Stop us. More physical. More physical, absolutely. We are ready to attack you. And we're going to attack you. Stop it. <laughs> so, rolling in, uh, we got... So, overall, I mean, last season, to not to through the preseason to now, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. This I'm is extremely... We have many weapons <laughs> Ballard Broyles Ford's actually come on big that was yeah. another thing in the preseason the last uh, couple scrimmages he's come mm-hmm. on real big uh, he's flashed a lot I think he can be produced much better than he did last year right. I know he's had I think three or four touchdown grabs in the something scrimmages. like that yeah. right around there so and then we got uh, Morgan vastly improved from last year big body yes gotten bigger and by that heavier yes uh, looks good yeah last year i mean he was tall mm-hmm. but he didn't have the size the the weight to really right. push corners around he could uh he'd get beat if he got up on his face and you know pressed him a little bit right this year he's got the weight that you can't count on that in your game plan to mm-hmm. just shut him down right and uh i know Press last won't work on him yeah Last year, his bread and butter was the the quick hitch, you know, mm-hmm. when guys are playing off coverage, and lefty could put it where that other corner just would not get it. Uh, I'd flash back to the Glen Oak game last year when we ran that play, and the corner played it perfectly, mm-hmm. jumped the route, should have been a pick six, but Longwell just put the ball exactly where it needed to be, where only Trey could get it. Mm-hmm. And he took off for twenty yards because the corner wasn't there. And your receiver six five that also helps. He's bigger than that. Is he really? He's like that's great. Six eight. No, no way. He's six eight. Is he really? So, yeah. He. Uh, he's tall. He's very very he's tall. tall. Yes. <laughs> uh Yes, he is. Yeah. 
like I like we said, Zion, uh, Jameer goes without saying. Right. The back that got hurt last year. So supposed, yep. yeah, supposedly we got a back that's already gotten offered to Akron, even though he's seen no playing yeah, time. I didn't know. I don't know about that report. I haven't heard much. That's the rumor mill. I haven't found anything to actually verify it either. But of you course know. not. We might as well just add to the... That's football in August. We need something to talk about before yep. know, scrimmages start. Uh, the line, tremendous. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, who we got? Brock Orr at fullback? Yes. I like him. He seems physical. Nice, strong. He likes to meet someone in the hole and make a block, too. Yes. Which I like to see. Yeah. So, moving on, how that's going to translate into the season... I think we're going to bury St. V's. I, I was going to say, the, you know, just sitting there over in the corner that we haven't talked about yet, this St. V's game on Friday, I can't think of the last time we put a huge test in front of us week one. Uh, yeah, I can. Last year. Menor. Oh, hell, Menor was last year. It's not exactly it? a softball. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's how... It's already been a year, hasn't it? Yeah. Goodness gracious. So, I mean... L- our offense last year, putting up a stinker, ten points. That was rough to watch. Mm-hmm. That uh, up until that point, we were averaging about thirty points a game, maybe just shy of that. Mm-hmm. We held them to thirteen points, and for us to hold a team to thirteen points and lose, I guarantee that didn't sit well with anybody in the coaching staff. Right, absolutely. I remember that was punt back and forth pretty much all night between the two squads, wasn't it? More or less, yeah. That was, um, yeah, it was a rough one. And then we have to think, because they have Barberton's old offensive coordinator now as their head coach. Yeah. They just lost their 6-3 receiver to McKinley. Mm-hmm. And then their offensive line coach quit, I believe, the last week of July, first week of August, and just said, I'm out. Hmm. So I don't know exactly how the continuity of the coaching staff is. I don't know how the kids have bought in. But I think it'll be interesting to see how they come out week one against Maslin. Yeah. Now, I've seen a little bit of their scrimmage against Glen Oak. Um, th- what you can expect to see from them, it, their base defense is a 4-3 under front. Okay. Out, out of cover four, which to translate that for people that aren't football nerds like yours truly, <laughs> the four down linemen, three linebackers, what they base out of. Under means they put a three technique, which is... Uh, over the outside shoulder of the guard, they put him on the weak side of the offense. Okay. And cover four, quarters coverage, whatever you want to call it, that's what we base out of. It's essentially, I mean, most teams now run pattern match zone, mm-hmm. which is, it's it's not your granddaddy zone, op, zone defense, <laughs> where, you know, back in the day it was you have your spot, you drop two, right. you cover the man that comes into that. Nowadays, it's more you let the receivers start the routes, and after about five yards, depending on where they are, you either man up on the guy or uh, drop to your zone. Okay. For instance, like a corner's responsibility in cover four is after five yards, roughly five yards, if the res- the number one receiver, which is the outermost receiver... To the boundary side, correct, normally? Just either... You usually, when you're counting receivers, when mm-hmm. you number them, right. you just count outside in. Okay. So, if, like, trips, the number one, you num- count yeah. one, two, three, uh, and then you'd have one backside okay. uh, with 
just say twins or two by two set you you have a one on you have one two on each side just outside in okay so like a corner's responsibility in cover four uh would be if the one say runs vertical Mm -hmm. man up on him if within about five yards or so say he stops runs like a quick hitch cuts in something like that just drop to your zone so it i mean nice to know it's what we run but right. it's also what they run and uh which usually means they have two safeties so okay. i think for us i mean besides the healthy dose of power that we are obviously <laughs> going to run on yes. every team on our schedule absolutely i i think you'd want to attack that usually quarters coverage you're giving up the the flats to the outside mm-hmm. uh hit that quite a bit with a quick hitch um split in the middle of the field i know last year we had a very nice uh uh two deep safety beater which is just say out of our base mm-hmm. two by one formation uh both outside both outside receivers run posts that should occupy both corners and safeties and then the middle receiver just go attack the middle of the field right so and then talking about that we said you just said exploit you know quick outs and hitch yes. routes yep and that was Morgan's bread and butter last year. Like we had talked about those quick hitches. Yeah. But how, the thing about that is now he is. Last year he was the X, which mm-hmm. is usually the single receiver, uh, split out by himself. And this year he's the Y, spot, right? Yeah. This year he's the Y, which is your slot guy. In our base formation, he's the number two to the twins. Okay. So I mean, you could still kind of exploit that. I, I'd say more like quick outs with him and stuff right. maybe a clear out Absolutely. from the number one uh but he's probably not going to get as much work like that as he did last year okay uh as far as their offense goes and how our defense can attack it it looks like they bait they like to base out of four wide uh either twins either side or trips trips by one just yeah you saw that like that's almost exclusively what men are ran mm-hmm. uh what? And that's exactly what Barber did ran last year, which makes sense as their OCs and other head coach. Yeah. Uh, they like to run the quarterback a lot. I think their favorite play is probably going to be the zone read. Okay. Um, Can we talk about, what is it, their left guard, I believe? Yes. It's 6'8", like 330, Big Absolutely ginormous. That'll be interesting to see, but then we've seen a lot of kids yeah. who are really big, 6'6", six, six plus, 300-plus, yep. You can't pull with him. He's he's he, he's kind of doppy. Like oh, he's not well, that athletic. Good. I mean, he's so a he big body, right? But you're not really. But also, their offense in any uh, zone, any rushing attack that bases out of zone, you're not pulling. Right, anybody. you're not going to pull just him. Going downhill, right? Take space up. Yeah. So, well, we can see how our bigums up the middle. Uh, Hunter Watts. Yes, I believe so. Hit that squad Wants, like over yeah. 500 pounds at the liftathon. Absolutely huge. Yes. That's and again the strength program that we've implemented these last few years. Yeah, these kids have gone from, I mean, you know, we we've always had big kids, we've always had fast kids. Mm-hmm. These kids are big, they're fast, they're strong, bigger, I, faster, stronger than every other team we will play this year. I will say that and, confidently right now. And if it, and if we just run into some like out of nowhere team that's somehow bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, we're tougher. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah. What was it? I believe 
I forget. I remember I read something somewhere. I think over half of our lines, offensive and defense, have both wrestled in the last year, mm-hmm. which is good to see. I like to see kids who are tough. I like to see kids who, you know, you're not always on top. You're not always – you You get into adversity and you're still able to pull through. I think we're tough. I think we're road graders. And I think we're going to have a heck of a rushing attack behind this line this year on offense. Yes. Like, I mean, it's going to be like last year, but more out of a mentality – than a necessity, I'd right. say, like it was, mm-hmm. of just we are going to run over you. Yep. We are going to run power, and you're going to have to stop it. Right, absolutely. I mean, looking at the schedule this year, you, I I don't know how you expect us not to play extremely well. Ex- yes, we have a couple really, really solid opponents on the schedule. Yeah. I still, I just cannot see us going minimum 8-2. and two. Eight and two would be a bad season this year. Yes, in my opinion, I would agree. Um, but to kind of wrap up the St. V's, yeah, they like four wide. Their quarterback, he uh, he seems like he'd rather tuck it and run than try and force the ball into a tight window. Okay, uh, they didn't have they didn't show much downfield stuff. Not to right. say they don't have it, but they didn't show much. Uh, sometimes they'll go to a two back set with basically their. Uh, what they're starting, Mike Linebacker, starting at what... They'll look a lot like we do okay. with the fullback up in the, like, kind of the inside wing position, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Uh, they like to run a lot of ISO with that, where he's just coming downhill. And that's another, you know, it's like, that's saying we are more physical than you. Right. So we're going to have to stuff that early, in my yep. opinion, and... Tell them they're not running that crap on us. Force them to throw the ball if yes. they can. Uh, they have a little bit of called QB runs. I mean, I'm expecting a lot of, you know, true 11 on 11 where most run plays, you, the quarterback just handing it off, you kind of take him out of the play. Right. So, it, it true 11 on 11 ball. Right. Uh, Adding him as a rushing threat. Yes. Um, they have a. A, a nice little goal line package, heavy personnel. It, there's enough there that, you know, not, not enough misdirection, enough uh, enough of them getting downhill mm-hmm. that I wouldn't like to see it, <laughs> mostly because I also haven't seen much of our heavy package on defense. Right. I'm sure we got something. We have but, to, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that scares me a little bit, but that's just because... I like heavy personnel, and it it looked good. Uh, all right, so I what are you expecting this Friday? Oh well, um, like you said, they like to base out of four, but it sounds like they can run the ball decently well. Their offensive line has good size on them, but on the adverse side, our defensive line has extremely good size too. Yes. And we've also shown we will play our offensive line both ways. Yes, absolutely. So so we can put a good size on defense. Right. I think that it'll be be back and forth. I think one team scores a touchdown, the other team drives down and scores. I don't expect a high-scoring game necessarily, Mm -hmm. but I expect teams – I expect us to go out and match what they do or they go out and match what we do. At the end of the day, I can't see us – I have Masson by 13, honestly. I think that we can come out. I think we'll pull away at the end with a late touchdown. But I don't I don't see it. I don't see them 
just giving up dying and letting us run over him by 25 25 yeah, yeah 24 sure mm-hmm. but i also don't expect us to just lay down and i don't expect us to give up big plays to their team i think we're extremely disciplined on defense mm-hmm. and i think we keep our gaps well i think we'll be able to stop that zone read that you talked about yep and i don't know if he can throw in our secondary honestly i mean i, I think anything underneath They'll probably be able to get it through. Well, that's what you give it up in quarters, too. You're not giving up the big right. play. You're giving up underneath. Underneath everything. You're not going to be marching up and down the field on us with the right. underneath stuff because so the, we can always change in quarters. You can always change up enough in it that you can take away the underneath stuff when right. necessary. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Mm-hmm. I know, like, it was. I think it was the USA football podcast Yeah. early this spring that Coach Moore was on. Yes. He was talking about the Mass and McKinley game and how we always shoot fire off fireworks off as soon as the week nine game is over. Yep. And he did not sound like a happy camper after we <laughs> lost to St. V's ten thirteen and fireworks are just going off left and right. Mm-hmm. I expect us he I know he wants to come out and bury these cats. Absolutely, after last year, especially like, going into week 10 like that, like you yeah. said. If we're up 70 nothing in the fourth quarter, <laughs> our starters are still in, we're still throwing on them, we're still running power in whatever new way we can. Oh, Lord. I, we want to bury them. There's only one way to run God's play, but sure, yeah. I mean, there's ways to dress it up, but there, there <laughs> really is only one way to run it. Um, now, do I think we're going to be up 70 nothing in the fourth? No. No. These... That would be taken away from St. V's. Right. you got to be realistic. You, these, This is a good team. This will be one of the best teams we face all right. year. Talking about overall. that, I believe in D... I think it was Cleveland.com. I forget mm-hmm. who ranked them. But they were top 10, I believe, in D3 this year. Might be top 5. They were extremely highly ranked. Yeah. I mean, it's not a slouch team that we're just looking to pass over and get through week 1. Like I said before, this is a true test that yes. we have to face week 1. We are coming out like we are meeting a meat grinder yes one. absolutely and i wouldn't want it any other way no i know my senior year 2012 we came up we put like 70 we buried Bookdel, put mm-hmm. like 70 on them came out week two against glen oak thinking we are all that and you know everything else and we put up a stinker right it, no i want to see kids face adversity early and often mm-hmm. because adversity getting through it only pays off later in the season yes and I want to see this team go deep. So I'd like to see us face and have early competition. Now, side note here. Yeah. We saw this a lot last year. The after kickoff, mm-hmm. but still looking kind of flat. Yeah. Coach Moore getting the entire team together, giving a fiery speech right before a kickoff, and us coming out hot. Yep. A quarter and a half into the game. Take the over or under on us seeing that. By under, you mean we're going to see it? Where, where are they? Uh, no, say uh, uh, over is after a quarter and a half. Under is before a quarter and a half. I'm going to go over just because of the emotions of week one. Yeah. I think the kids are going to come out hot. Mm-hmm. And again, talking about it, we didn't have a lot of seniors last year on the team as we only lost a few kids. But I feel like some of the juniors were kind of afraid to step up. I think we're going to have more senior leadership, and they might be able to get the troops riled up even more than their coach can. Yeah. So I'd like to think between the emotions of that and the kids – really taking charge of their own teammates. I think, I don't know if Coach Moore's going to need to. We'll see yeah. what happens. I don't think so either. I just, uh, yeah. I, I'll take a nice little side prop no, bet every now yeah. <laughs> uh, and And really, the other wild card here is uh, 
uh, one Daniel Studer. I, I, I think. <laughs> oh Lord. I think any pregame speech he gives, the kids are going to come out hot. The kids don't that. need him to door those run through the wall for him. Yep. I mean, I would right now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I might as, we might as well just like you know, while our hopes are high, yes, roll through just a quick rest of the season. What we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glen Oak. I'm gonna put my Big J journalist hat on. I got a source that says we're gonna put up a hundred on them. <laughs> so I mean, I expect we bury them. Yeah. Uh, Warren, not great last year. It's probably not gonna be any better this year. Uh, they always have a kid or two, but it's never anything to really put them over the top on us. And Warren, like a lot of these schools, special teams are out. Yep, absolutely. So they don't scare me at all. No. Uh, this New Jersey team, I've seen a little bit of their stuff. Uh, I mean, I've seen highlights. I haven't been able to see much. Heard from here and there, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I mean, they look extremely disciplined. I'd they say, look like they play well. Yeah. I, I, I would say a like a 10, 14 point victory. Okay. But seems uh, it will seem a lot closer than the box score reads. I see I see that honestly is probably our biggest chance to fall this year. One, they're unknown. We haven't seen much. I'm sure the coaches have seen the film and they know what's going on with them. Oh yeah. But it's still like like I said when I watched them, they look extremely disciplined. They look they know what they're doing and their defense looks stout. I don't know how many kids they lost. Now again, they lost you know twenty starters, a whole different ball game. But we'll see what happens. I, I really don't know about them at all. Uh, Firestone, us by a million. I'll take the over. <laughs> uh, Fitch. I mean, when we started this year, when we started back the series, like my senior year, mm-hmm. it, they were close games. Yep. Last year it was like ten points. And ten we points. Kinda, clip, yeah. Yeah. I. Us, uh, it Not again. A, it's always it's a tough. I know they do. They base out of a three three five still. I don't know. I think so. They're gonna be one of those teams that it's like one of those kind of weird defenses we face. Yeah. That, good luck stopping power. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they tried last year, and Didn't honestly, like watching the game. Yep. Fun fact: uh, when they went to their five man front, they had which left with two middle linebackers. Mm-hmm. They had one free. And they still couldn't stop us. We were averaging like five yards carry a lot. So, I mean, even yeah. when schematically you should chalkboard when you should win and you're not, right? You ain't doing great. I have massive by two touchdowns there. Uh, and, and they were in kind of a funky offense too. Lots, mm-hmm. lots of rollout, right? So we'll see what they come out with this year. Uh, East St. Louis, I think that was going to be a shootout. Yeah, I mean, seeing what I've seen, even just like clips online. They that, look like they can. That one's going to be Canisius Winton Woods level of lots of athletes, lots of talent. Again, special teams optional, but right. I have Mass by a touchdown and a point just because I feel like they're going to fail on a two point conversion. I don't know if they actually kicked an extra point last year. I don't know if they had someone who could kick an extra point last year. That's on the coaches. Every team has a kid that can kick an extra point. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Line what, them up. Yeah, line everyone up. Take a practice. Do take camp day something. Everybody line up. Kick the ball. What was that? Booked on 2012, I believe, actually lost a state title. I figured if it was by two or three points, and they failed every two-point conversion they went on. That was uh, 2010. 2010, was it? Oh, Last wow, sophomore been... year when they beat us. 
That was that day, and wasn't it? That yep. was uh, when Jason Hall decided running to beat Dubson back was a great punishment, <laughs> and that we didn't deserve decals on our helmets. So, you know, shout out Jason. No animosity, though. Great guy, apparently. Oh, no, just a wonderful <laughs> human being. Delightful. I wish we had him back. How, how dare you? Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, well, that game, I think it'll... I don't see much punting. No. Uh, nope. It's going to be marching up and down the field, offense, offense, offense. Yep. Uh, that's no slate to our defense. That's just like speaking to the kind of offense and talent that they have. Right. They're able to spread the ball out, and they have this ability to get in the open field and create space. And- now, to our credit, I have a turnover, mm-hmm. a fumble, interception, maybe pick six, being, right. the, being the biggest difference for us. Uh, I got us winning by, I think, ten. Okay. Again, shootout. Yep. Much closer. Uh Sun Valley, Pennsylvania. Who? Canada. <laughs> that I mean, I, I, I know absolutely nothing about them. Yep, I couldn't even find clips online. Oh boy, us by three touchdowns. Yeah, why not? I, Hammer I really, the over. It, it could be three. It could be ten. I really don't know who they are or what they do. Yeah, Louisville. Now this one. This is going to be one of their probably program's biggest games in recent memory. It has to be top five. I mean, I know they had a couple years in the Fed mm-hmm. where they absolutely blew the brakes off everybody, and the Fed said goodbye. Well, that was they had a quarterback, didn't they? I, I think so. I, be, I believe there was someone back there that was able to do something. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's just I don't see, I don't see the talent. I don't see the ability that they have being able to run with us. No. I see them like as big a game as this is going to be for them. Yeah, them coming out really hot, really mm-hmm. hyped. Like how I hope we come out against St. V's. Yes, uh, throwing a like their entire emptying the playbook on us. Mm-hmm. So a, a, against a normal team of their caliber, seventy. <laughs> uh, against how I think they're going to come out, I got us by fourteen. Yeah. I mean, you got us by, like, what, 24? 24. I had them with three touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, I mean. I think through, like, a quarter and a half, maybe even a halftime, the hang with us close, three-point, seven-point game somewhere in there. I think in the second half, our athletes are better, our coaches are better. I think we pull away from them late. Again, I got, like, I only say 14 because I think we go, like, scrimmage-level vanilla on them. (laughs) Power, 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 power. Outside zone. Power power, 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 power. Touchdown. Yes. And them just coming out with some wacky stuff that's maybe good for a point or two or a touchdown or two, but beyond that, I mean, it's going to be a spanking. Right. And I, then, I hope all the season ticket holders are able to get their get seats. Got mine on, what, the 13th, was it? Got there at 6.45 in the morning to get in line. If you didn't get them now, you're not going to get one. I was happy to see it, too. I mean, there were 50 people, not 50, 30 in mm-hmm. front of me, and there were 20 behind me afterwards. So it was good to see. I mean, people wanted to go out there to get tickets early. Oh, and you know. That stadium is going to be packed. And you know that that's not just like them buying their own tickets. No. That's every, every seat will be filled with someone. Yes. We'll be standing on the fence. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to hear how loud it is, and I think it's going to be really good energy for him. Oh, it's going to be great. And then... That week after Louisville against that team eight miles east of here. 
Christmas time in Madison, Ohio. The only week that matters. I'm looking forward to it already. Our the second season in the yes the three parts the three seasons in every fall every football season has three seasons yeah um I I guess we could spend a little more time on them um from I know they got uh, Coach B Badre yep. he was our OC from 2012 13 and 14 I believe I believe so yeah I know 12 when he had Kyle and a quarterback that seemed willing to learn his offense mm-hmm we were high powered. We did a lot of stuff. He's he's not a he's not a bad coordinator by right. any stretch of the mean. And then when we get uh, a certain out of what would you call it, a prototypical quarterback back there after Kyle leaves. Prototypical. Yeah, a prototype one might yes, say. Yes, a, a, a prototype. Yes. Yeah, that either couldn't or wouldn't learn his offense. He was really. Uh, he was calling plays with one hand tied behind his back. So, yeah. it from the scrimmage I saw, they just couldn't get. They just kept shooting themselves in the foot. Right. If they can clean stuff up, if they got the kids that can learn a lot, I, it could be a dangerous offense. That it could be. be but that again, being said. It has to be kids who buy in and want to learn. Yes. And that being said, from the tape I saw, it's not looking great. It's going to be a long year for McKinley. Okay. I, I, I don't want to see it. I want to see him do good. Weeks right. I love to nine. see him. Again, I hope McKinley goes 9-1 and one every year yeah. and loses week 10. Yeah. Like, I, it keeps the rivalry good. It keeps mm-hmm. everybody engaged. And honestly, it's kind of sad. I think the last few years we've brought more fans than they have to their home games when yeah. they play them. Yeah, that's you never. There, there's see no it. excuse for the stadium not to be full. Exactly. None. So if if someone there can right the ship and get them rolling again, and so long as the kids buy in and like really attempt to do it, you know, I think they can. Right. Uh, it's it could be a good game. I mean, again, they're all like we are. They're always athletic. They always have talent. Yeah. It's buying into the coaching. Yes. Buying into each other and wanting to win together as a team, and, and not win together, not not win individually as each player. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, you don't want to be like you know a running back at Maslin that's voted not to play nine weeks out of the year. Plays one. Runs over two hundred yards on them. And smokes weed the next Monday in the parking lot. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> then transfers there and puts up. Well, don't thir- forget when he transferred to a school before, got kicked out of there because they didn't want him. The last place he could end up was that school eight miles east of Maslin. Goes there, plays, and, I mean, end up running, like, what, 30-some yards in the fumble? I don't even remember something like that. Uh, yeah. Not a memorable performance. No. But so long as they're not taking kids like that anymore, which, eh. Who knows? Yeah. If you can get kids to buy in like they do here. Yep. I want to see them do good again. I would agree. Now, their offense probably, I know B likes to go zone heavy with the athletes there. Probably a lot of quarterback run stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, from what I've seen, mm -hmm. I like their scrimmages. 
the quarterback there throws the ball better than a quarterback I can think of in the past five, ten years. Yeah. He has the most armed talent out of any quarterback in ten years. I forget I forget if it's Army, I believe, he has an offer to right now. I think it's one of the academies, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, good for the kid. Yeah, good on awesome him. Awesome opportunity. I hope he plays well nine weeks a year, like you said, and then week ten, big old goose egg. No, I want to see him do well. I want to see our defense do better. Big difference. Okay. Uh, and speaking of defense, the uh, Reardon was on that same podcast that uh, Coach Moore was. Oh. And he was saying that they don't have as many lineman bodies. They have more like linebacker safety type bodies. Yep. So they're going to be running the 3-5 three, three, this year, which is three linemen, three linebackers, five DBs. You, you, so it's that two corners and nickel and two safeties? Yeah, usually like a third kind of, uh, the generic terms, like a rover back. Yeah. Kind of a hybrid safety linebacker. Mm-hmm. So they can be, they'll throw some, you know, usually that defense kind of has some funky fronts to it. Right. Uh, I don't not see them, like. <laughs> the double negatives are out tonight. Throwing things at us that they haven't thrown all year. I mean, it's week 10. You have to. You have something in the playbook stored up for it. Yeah. You know, like, week 10, if you'd never run a tight end all year and you come out and base out of a tight end and two back. Right. You know, yeah. Just mess with them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you can look at that. Teams will do that. Yeah. It's, it's again, the Maslin phenomenon where sure, every team wants to win every game. Mm-hmm. You play Maslin, especially when you come to Maslin. Yeah. You throw everything you have at the wall and see what sticks. Even if it counts running 12 men for two series down the field, you throw it out there and see what happens. Whoever would do that? Oh, I don't know. That's, that's just a theoretical. <laughs> Glen Oak. Yeah. But, it's not like we shut down Briante Dunn or anything. Not at all. So wait, what's he doing now? Is he in jail yet? We don't need to talk about that. Okay. It's massive football. Yep. Just just know you can't run 12 men through an entire series accidentally. That's right. All right. So I got us going 10 and 0, honestly. Like, okay. I got, I, I mean, I want to see McKinley do good, but I got us beating them handily. Yep. I would agree with that. Um, this season, I have us 9 and 1, just because I hate to say any team's going 10 and 0. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I hope we do. Yeah. Um, I think our biggest trip up could be Montclair, the New Jersey team week four. Yeah. Um, again, I have them by a field goal, so it's nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I, what what do you what do you think in there? Like offense, defense, whatever. I think again, it's we've never seen. I mean, of course, we've seen teams like them mm-hmm. because so many teams in high school are really similar. Yeah, I think it's you can see so much on film. But until you have 11 men on either side of the ball playing against each other, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, it's I'd like to see some kind of, I don't want to see a team go 10-0, make it to the playoffs, and not know how to handle adversity when it gets down late. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, again, like I said, I want to go 10-0 every year. That's fair. 15-0, really, but and, that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, and really, to your point, like, I, it's 2012, my senior year, mm-hmm. we, like I said, we came out hot against Bookdoll. Yep. Did negative three rushing yards to end the game is not great by any standard. No. And that's what we did against Glen Oak. Glad it was week two. We mm-hmm. handled some adversity there. Yep. Rolled through. Got to Toledo Whitmer. Out there at Arlen Field and Mansfield. Yep. You know, we 
uh, Gary on scored early, like within the first 50 seconds. We're sitting on the sidelines like, all right, business as usual. This is easy. <laughs> yep. And then when stuff's, when the tide started going the other way. Couldn't turn it around. We didn't know. We, it was hard to, you right. know. Which, again, that's, that's why I like St. V's week one. I don't yeah. think we can go out there and totally dominate them. I really don't. No. I think we can go out there and play a really strong football game, but I don't think they're a team that can be dominated by many teams at all. No. Which is good to see. Again, if they get up early, I think our team can come back and beat them. But I also mentally want to see them be able to, like you said, turn the tide, mm-hmm. rally the troops, go out there and win a football game. Yes. And I think that's important to see early on to know your team can do it. And from what this team showed, I think they can do it. 110%. Like again, they talk about it. You know, we had an extra four weeks of practice last year. Mm-hmm. Our kids have an extra four weeks. Almost every other team in the state of Ohio. I think that practice between being in the system, seeing what they're doing, I think it'll pay off a lot. Being in the same system. This again, going back to your continuity, the same system is yeah. extremely important. I I really cannot stress enough how much how important it is to just stay in the same same language, same system, yep. everything. At, that's huge yes. in high school football. And anyone we've brought in, I think, I don't think they'd be brought in if they didn't buy into the system already in place. Mm-hmm. And I also think the coaches see them to fit. I, there's one thing to fit a scheme and fit an idea and buy in. It's yeah. another to fit the culture of the team. I don't think that we've wanted anyone who doesn't fit in and doesn't want to be one of these guys who comes out every single day and wants to help these kids get better. And that's a big thing with Moore, especially, yep. that I I mean, I can't say that I've paid much attention to the like the sports writing around the town. I yeah. That but a big thing with Moore is the culture change he's brought. Yes. From being in the old system, being in it, to just now under Moore, outside looking in, it's a world of difference. Like I I can't stress enough how how big a culture change and how good of a culture change Moore has brought. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he's done nothing but good for this program. All right. So I think we've really exhausted the football talk. Yeah. Which we talked about. We want this to be a podcast, you know, for the people, for the fans. That's why we tried not to get too X's and O's heavy. Right. I mean, I guess if people want that... Right, we can give them a little extra on the side, <laughs> but we're at the end of the day. We're fans. Yep, we're we just we want to go watch our boys win and have a good time while we do it. We're sitting in the stands on Friday. Yep, we're sitting in a little makeshift podcast studio on a Tuesday night. <laughs> we're not in the coach's office. We're not on the sidelines. Nope. So shifting gears a bit here, quite a bit. How much you're looking forward to four o'clock on Friday when gates open? When the gates open at the North Lot? Yep. I cannot wait. It's going to be a great time. You boys have done a heck of a lot of work this year, and I can't wait to see what the RV looks like. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. And again, I can't think... Out, I mean, I hear some of the bigger schools down there mm-hmm. near Cincinnati have a pretty good tailgate scene. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anywhere... That shows out like Maslin does? Shows out like Maslin does, absolutely. But we show out three hours away on the road. Yes. Where we sold more tickets in, oh, what year was it? 2009? Mm-hmm. When we played Whitmer at Whitmer? Yeah. We sold more tickets there than their fans did. Talk about showing out, but show out before the game to, like, you know, I mean, the camaraderie among fans, oh, among the town. I love it. You watch videos 
mm-hmm. from the 50s. We see it. We see, you know, everyone's bought into football. We see in the 80s, everyone's bought into football. And we kind of know it the mid to late 2000s. I don't know if it was just part of the team. People just really, you didn't, the attendance dropped. You didn't see as many people really care about it. This is one of the first years I can say that the town is 100% behind this football team. I know just like at the uh, at the St. Ed scrimmage, mm-hmm. they had like a 200 seat bleacher. I mean, yeah, it was it was on a practice field. It was ridiculous. Right. But we brought just as many people as they did. Mm-hmm. We had a TIG chant going. <laughs> it was whenever we our fans were cheering. Mm-hmm. I thought it was their sideline. Right. That they they were getting so loud and rowdy that. I couldn't tell who was doing good. Like on the on the initial fourth and two, mm-hmm. all I heard was our fans just going nuts. And that's exactly what you want to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, best fans in America, just bar none. Even last year, Winton Woods, we had to sit on the away side. Yes, because we got there what twenty minutes before kickoff, and all of almost all the seats on the home side were taken. One of the more interesting times of my life. Yes. Yeah. Now we don't need to get too into that nice people i was fine with it yeah it was it was what it was yeah you know friendly banner with the away team that's okay oh yeah people on the you know the visiting side the home team that's or the home fans on the what the section 15 yeah they're right there on the opposite side of that. that's all right over there i mean we were we were right on the border their fans and ours right and it after all you fair weather fans left <laughs> Uh, With five minutes left in the fourth, yeah. It just, you fair weather fans. Okay, continue. Clock hit, you don't leave till clock hits zero. <laughs> you hear that? Uh, that, you know, it was just ended up me and Andrew sitting there all by our lonesome. And, hell, even their fans were saying, like, hey, they respected us for staying until the end. Absolutely, yep. They don't respect us any, but that's all right. Like, we planted our literal flag. <laughs> and, uh, what? Well, hey, we made our bed. We had to sleep hey, in it. You know what? The whole home to I saw that flag though over there, sitting away in that what is it, green and blue they wore. Yep. So that sea of green and blue. Yeah. And an orange flag right in the middle of it. Yeah, it got, it got rough after a while. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. But just going back to it. Yeah, now, the tailgate. Yeah. Now, now I want to give a little advice to the people here, all two of you that are listening. Um, you know, season starts this Friday. We're all excited. We all want to get into it. I want you guys to start preparing now. Yes. Not not get your chairs in order. Not get the tailgate food. Don't go get your beer. Just get up, pause the podcast, go get a nice big glass of water, and down it. <laughs> start that hydrating on a Tuesday, huh? Yes. Interesting. I, I mean, it, this is season opener. People yep. are excited. Absolutely. You're going to get a little overzealous. Got to be excited about this team. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, 15 weeks are bust? Yes. Oh, it's strong coming out the gate, but I can't disagree with you. Uh, I mean... Region 2 is not bad this year. They look a lot better. Perry's back in Region 2 now. Or not Region 2, Region 7, Division 2, Region 7. My bad. Yeah, Perry, the perennial powerhouse. I can't wait till we schwack them in week 12 and then Wakefield complains about how we had all summer to prepare for the wing tee. You think they only make it to week 12 against us? <laughs> I don't think they're going to make it to week 7. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, I just... I hope you got your glass of water. I hope you downed it. If you could down another one... Do it. Do it. Now, I'm going to take a third one. 
Come sit back down, your recliner, couch, desk chair, wherever you are listening to this, with another glass of water. Just nurse it. Do what you can. You know, drink. Hydrate. Maybe go to the store tomorrow and get a Pedialyte. Save it for Saturday morning. No, 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 no. Oh. Get two Pedialytes. Oh. One for Thursday night. Yes. Pre-prep. Yes, prep. prep with the Pedialyte. Yes. And then save that other one for Saturday morning, because you are going to need it. After we see a Tiger victory. Yes. By 10 points. 10 points, yes. Yep. Wow, we are really in lock with this thing, too, aren't we? Yeah, we are. For the listeners, we have this uh, you know, little contest between some friends here for a spread. You, you basically have game. to predict, now, predict the spread of each game. I mean, if you want to get an idea of, say, me and Cody here, our thoughts on how the season's going to go. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is not for money. This is bragging rights. Strictly gentlemen's bet, yes. Yes. And this is uh, this is the reason I discovered that I can't actually bet money because I get too hyped for bragging rights to even, <laughs> like, think about, like, a dollar on anything. Yeah. So I got uh, St. <clears throat> V's, us by 10. Glen Oak, us by 24. Warren, 24. New Jersey, four. Uh, I am scared that's, of that team. That's an interesting one. Okay. Uh, I'm scared of them. I mean, I, I would agree. That solid team. Yes. Uh, Firestone, 35. I probably could have had more. Fitch, 17. St. Louis, 10. Probably games are going to look closer than that, but I think, yep. you know. Uh, Pennsylvania team, 24. Louisville, 14. Again, like I said, I think vanilla, but, you know. And McKinley, 10. Way to be accountable to the fans, too, letting them before the season all of your predictions. I like it. Yeah. But going back to the New Jersey team, weren't they the – are they the reigning uh, state champions in the public school division in New Jersey in their whatever classification? That does sound right, yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's real yeah. talent coming in. Like, we, yeah. you know, we talk about it. Oh, we see these out-of-state teams. I remember in the mid-2000s, we had to send a D.C. team in every year and ran over by 70. Like we're bringing in talent now, and these teams are good. I mean, we're bringing in one of the reigning state title public school teams from the state of New Jersey. Yes. So it can't be bad football we're going to see week four. No. It, uh, I don't see much bad football we see at all no. this year. I, I mean, agree. All the teams we're playing are good teams. We've played what I can think six of them regularly mm-hmm. Sons, Louisville, and three out-of-state teams. Yeah. They've had them on the schedule for years before. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun this year. I think it'll be a really, really fun season to be a fan and watch. Oh, it'll be... It that, fun is yes. the best word for it. And yes. having eight home games... Even funner. That <laughs> Funner, huh? That's a heck of a word. It will be... It's in the dictionary. Look it up. I... I doubt you but i won't um i think that having those eight home games too like we talked about the crowd mm-hmm. travels well oh yeah if the crowd travels well the crowd at home will be great and it's especially not hard for the crowd to travel well out if we don't leave Stark county lewisville yes in yeah. glen oak yeah but it's it almost we talk about you know our attendance is down mm-hmm. and sure it might from years before in the mid 2000s late 2000s sure it's down i would agree with that with not strictly numbers wise but I think we sell ourselves short because our stadium, our home side is huge. Yeah. Our home side, biggest high school home side, strictly high school home side in the state of Ohio. Definitely. Close. 
Yeah, yeah, I would confidently say yes. Okay, so yeah, sure. It looks a little smaller. You know, our crowds look smaller. You put us in Perry, in Glen Oak, any team in the county, most teams in the state, we're going to fill it up. Yep. Easily. So I think it's, yes, it looks smaller, but we still have 6,000 people easily every game, Maslin fans at home. I mean, we filled up, what was it, Ashland, was it Worcester? Yes, Worcester was packed. New Albany, Mansfield, filled it. Wenton Woods. In Columbus, Columbus to sales, in the city of Columbus, we filled up the entire home side and then had to sit on the away side. Packed. Packed. To the brim. So we have no problems with our fans. Yep. And with the hype behind the team this year, like I said, with the town getting behind us, I think it's going to be a really, like you said, fun season to watch Tiger football. Now, I don't think this is going to be very applicable this year, but I would like to see some of us, I know, traffic, (laughs) that if we're getting beat, you don't leave till the clock hits zero. You don't do that because you want to watch us get beat. You don't do that because you like the other team. You do it for our kids. Because let me tell you, I've been a part of a few beatdowns, and boy, does it suck to turn around and look at our own fans just filing out. Now, if we're mollywopping a team 70 to 8. Sure, we'll see you down at Bender's and we'll meet you when the game's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, stay. Or the alibi, whatever your choice is. Stay if your kid's the third string right guard and he's getting some playing time right now that's fine you know love to see it right absolutely but again media benders (laughs) all right uh you got you got much else not that i can think of um like i said i'm really excited for this team i think nine and one in the regular season but like you said 15 weeks or bust Mm -hmm. as much talent as any team in the state of ohio i know Um, like I said earlier, and uh, that this is a podcast for the fans. Yep. Uh, I've met some n- less than positive uh, reviews from our own people here that uh, our other co-host couldn't bank it for the first podcast. Yep. How about that? That I, I want to get some music going, you know, for give you guys a few recommendations, play some Play oh, at the tailgates. Man. I can't even think about it right now. Let's a, see what happens. A little more than you know, the just the classics. You, you got Eye of the Tiger. You got Welcome to the Jungle, Thunderstruck, Back in Black, Back in Black, Hell's Bells. Also, yeah, Hell's Bells. Uh, I know Ohio State. I think their kickoff music is Hell's Bells. Really? Yep. Ever yeah. watching an Ohio State game in the stadium always gets you hyped up. That's always a good one. Hang on, Sloopy. I know that's an Ohio State thing, but we play too. Hey, you know what? Ohio teams in general, it's yep. fun. Let's listen. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see what we can get going a little more on this podcast here. Hopefully, some recommendations on some uh, on some tailgate foods, tailgate foods. activities, stuff like that. I like keep that. The fans yeah, keep more it engaged. for the fans. That's right. Yeah, uh, we'll have probably like, go a little bit easier on the football talk. Mm-hmm. This is just really front loaded since we have an entire schedule to look forward to and the last season to talk about. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, we'd like to keep you, like, vaguely aware of what the other team's going to come out and look like. Right, absolutely. If, if we're playing a five wide or a wing tee, you know, <laughs> just an idea of what the... You're not walking in blind. Right. If that interests you, it interests you. We'll try and keep the episodes a little shorter, 
But for now, I mean, hey. Yeah, go Tigers. I can't wait for this Friday. Beat St. V. Beat St. V.